A recent poll by Gallup shows that 85% of workers worldwide hate their jobs and they especially hate their bosses. With the average person spending 90,000 hours at work over their lifetime, there's no wonder depression and anxiety are at an all-time high. I've managed to successfully run away from corporate America and all of the stressors that came along with it. I now get to work my dream job, or shall I say dream jobs, and live my dream life of being a world traveler. Now, I'm the most unlikely person to have ever pulled this off, and it has been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. But through it all, it was worth it. One thing I've learned throughout my entrepreneurial journey is that things are not always as they seem, hence the birth of this podcast, Dream Job, Dream Life Podcast. Here, I speak with self-made entrepreneurs about the making of the dream, the risks they take, the sacrifices that they make, the close call stories, the things that you probably won't see on anyone's Instagram live feed. Hey, dreamers. Welcome back. I'm your to host, Dream Job, Love. Dream Let's Life talk about podcast. it. I hope that everyone has been dreaming and fulfilling their dreams. That's what it's all about. Today, we have a guest, Shannon Hernandez, and she is a marketing consultant. Uh, where are you calling us from today, Shannon? Today, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. And I, you are a heavy traveler, aren't you? I am. We have a house in Pennsylvania and we're closing on a house uh, Monday in Costa Rica. So we're all over the place. Oh, exciting. That's that's the dream life. I tell you. (laughs) That is. That is. So do um, me a favor and let's just start by because I don't want to mess this up. Let's just start by telling everybody what it is that you do, what you offer to the world every day. And I offer hope and joy and love. That's what I offer. Love it. (laughs) Um, And I do that through marketing and I really teach people how to market from a place of who they are and what they love and what brings them joy. Because as you know, if you're not having fun, that shit ain't going to work. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I I love all those keywords that you used. Um, Do you typically find people that are brand new to this? Are you finding people that aren't happy and you're kind of giving them that? Like who is your ideal client and how do they find you? Yeah, I have a couple of different programs that reach people at different levels. So my one year program is called the Content Strategy Academy. And that's for anyone who is either newer to business and wants to work on their marketing marketing strategy and like content branding visibility or somebody that's been in business and is doing a pivot and they're like, oh, I'm basically like starting over again because every time you pivot, you are, you have to work on your messaging, you have to redo your marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. And then for people that have been in business three, four years, making, you know, they're, they're making sales regularly. That, that's why I don't qualify that with an income level because everyone's stuff is different. But if they're making sales regularly and they're a coach, or consultant or somebody that's in a service-based business, mm-hmm. um, they start work with me through a process I developed called Joy Money Matrix and Marketing Alignment. And it's a three-day intensive where we look at everything in your life, everything you can imagine, including your marketing, your business, your hobbies, your relationships. And we order everything on a matrix based on how much joy is it bringing you, how much money is it bringing you, or what's the potential money. 
And then we start from there with new high-end offers and a marketing strategy from that place of joy. Sounds really creative. You know, I meet a lot of different coaches and a lot of different consulting consultants and I don't know that they tie this so much into the messaging. It almost gets away from the very analytical business stuff and really gets into the feelings. How did you come to this? Yeah, well, um, my business has grown really fast. I've been in business five years. And while there has been periods of joy and greatness, growing fast also brings lots of growing pains and heartaches Mm -hmm. (laughs) at different times about different things. And I just woke up one day and I was like, if I'm not happy, I'm not doing it. And it changed my entire business, the, my entire life. And, you know, those people that follow me on social media, you know, I'm always talking about joy. Like, what did you do that brought you joy? Are you in alignment in your marketing and joy? If you're not having fun, like life is too short to do this shit. So that's kind of the short, the short end of it. Interesting. Interesting. And so are you ever met with any objection or, or do people question that or how is that for you? (laughs) Well, um, I'm sure people question it, but I'm not talking to them to Mm -hmm. sell them the program. Mm -hmm. So they may be off question it, talking, whatever they're doing, but the people who are calling me, I've sold out every intensive. This is the fourth month I've run it. Um, I've sold out every intensive by mid month and like I'm booking the next month now. So it's resonating with people because marketing is hard for people. Messaging is hard for people and it doesn't have to be, we can have a lot of fun and a lot of joy with it. And in the process, look at things and be like, that's my line in the sand. I'm not doing that shit anymore. That's just not who I am. Gotcha. Can you give me a specific story of someone that you worked with and kind of turned their business around, how they found you, what you did for them? Yeah. So let's see. Who can I tell you about? Um, I'll tell you about uh, somebody who came through Joy Money Matrix in February. And I led an event in, in Florida. There were 18 people at the event. It was a three-day event. And she came out of Joy Money Matrix. She was an event planner. She was great been doing it for years, but just lost her passion for it. She had been planning weddings and, and, you know, celebration events. And she came to Joy Money Matrix and thought she would work on her event planning. And what happened is when she looked at everything below the Joy line, it was all stuff related to event planning. And she said, oh my God, like, this is my whole business. No, like it's not really happy anymore. It's not joyful. I'm not making the money I was once making in it. And so we looked at everything above her joy line and she loved come to find out teaching people about um, like God, whatever that means to them, spiritual mentor, helping people with their spiritual path, how to set up an altar and, and like daily spiritual routines and stuff with the moon. And so we just birthed her new business that weekend. Yeah. And she's now opening a community, um, like a membership community. And she's so happy and things are flowing and so much easier for her now. Wow. She's in alignment. Yeah. And that has happened um, quite a lot, to be honest. The other side that happens, which I, you know, I'm a marketing consultant and I always want to tell both sides because 
we have a problem online that people only tell one side. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side is I've had people go through Joy Money Matrix. Um, I think I've led 60 some people at this point. Um, four have like had a, just a, a shutdown. They see how much stuff they're doing in their life and in their business and how much stuff they're not happy with, but they're not. And they don't even come back for day two. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's been quite um, eye opening to see. And it's fine, right? I don't care. Like they still they're better now. Like mm-hmm. even though it's uncomfortable, I've given them more clarity now and maybe they'll change it in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. That would be my hope. But, you know, there are the people who can't who can't look at their life and and say, wow, my marriage is screwed up or I need to file bankruptcy and they're not just willing to face that right now. And that's okay too. So I've had like everything in between those two examples, um, on, it's been a lot of fun to facilitate. Wow. Wow. Can you talk about the different dynamics and moving pieces in your business? I find that really interesting. Um, and I know that a lot of other entrepreneurs will find that interesting. You just seem to have so many different moving pieces. Like I know that you, when people come in, they can take a quiz to find out their content personality. And then you mentioned one other thing. And I know you've got several things. Can you just talk a little bit about the bits and pieces from an entrepreneurial perspective for those that may find that interesting? Sure. So I am known around the world for something called a content personality quiz. It's my original body of work and it helps people within five minutes understand what is their natural way of marketing. And I have spoken around the world and said, you are not broken. You don't need fixed. If you hate blogging, don't do it. And if you don't want to do video, like don't do it. It's okay. Hmm. So I've developed um, this quiz takes five minutes to take. They go to my website, they take it and then they see, are they more video or are they written? Are they visual or are they, Uh, live in person. And then I help people market from their natural strengths instead of what a lot of people do, which is force you into things that you're not comfortable with beginning, beginning with anyway. Right. So we start from a place of where your natural confidence lies. Um, And then, you know, people have a variety of ways to work with me. They can come into the year long content strategy Academy, which teaches you how to position your content as as an expert and go-to person. And my job when I work with people, either one or one or in the academy, is to do what I've done for my business, which is build you out a wait list. So people are waiting to work with you. And that's been a lot of fun to work with people on that because who doesn't want a wait list, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like a yeah. wait list of people just waiting around for an opening to come up. Um, so anyway, that's that's one. And then the other one is the Joy Money Matrix and Marketing Alignment Intensive. And that is really the entry point. Everyone has to do the intensive before they work with me one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So if you, I hate to say this, I don't want to sound scary, but if you make it through the intensive and you're willing to look at your life from like a, this high level view in your business and you're willing to do the work, then I'm willing to work with you. But it's been a great kind of filter because, you know, I can't work with people who are going to not come back on day two, right? Like, what are they going to do when they get into one-on-one coaching for a six-month program, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When things get Mm -hmm. hard. So Mm -hmm. um, we restructured and set that up. It's been a beautiful process. And then I offer an international and a domestic retreat. 
um, each year. So we do an ultra luxury retreat in Costa Rica in January, February, and then we do a fall retreat. Um, this year it'll be in Pennsylvania. So that's it. That's fun. Nice. Good, good. <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of fun, different moving pieces. And I really wanted to, to crack into that. So let's talk about the start of your business, the process of starting that. And let's talk about some of the struggles or, or some of the mishaps that you had in that process. Yeah. So I was a public school teacher five years ago. I was teaching in inner city, New York, um, eighth grade reading and writing. And um, I had been teaching for 15 years and Hurricane Sandy came through uh, the East Coast. It was like some weird, bizarre event, if you remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, all the schools in New York City were shut down uh, for a week because we needed to use them for shelters for people that didn't have power elderly or whatever and i had left school the day before the hurricane it was a rare moment where i had left school without anything to grade and if you've ever been a teacher you know a teacher they're always working like it's just you just work nonstop. it doesn't matter what season it is and so it was this rare moment well then i was stuck stuck quote quotes air quotes (laughs) i was stuck at home with no work And I realized that in that moment of that next week, that Hurricane Sandy gave me a gift. And it was the gift of waking up and realizing that I wasn't loving what I was doing. And I had been in what I call robot mode, like go to work, grade the papers, teach the kids, come home, grade more papers, do it all over again. Like that's what I had been doing for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And when I had a week to myself, with no work to do and nothing to distract me, it hit me upside the face. And it was like, you need to do something else. And I didn't know what else to do. No one in my family is a business owner. Nobody is an entrepreneur. Everyone works for government agencies. That's what we were taught to do. Like the government will take care of you. It was like, <laughs> you know, like get a good pension and all this stuff that isn't even true anymore. So thank right. God I, I did it my own way. Mm-hmm. Um, So I got out my journal and I wrote, I just wrote a page. I'm like, what? First of all, I wrote, I deserve to be happy again because I realized I wasn't happy. And um, it's not teaching and training. I do that all over the world. I do it globally. I love it. I could spend all day teaching and training people. It was a broken system with, you know, laws and policies that don't make sense for learning and kids and teachers. So Mm -hmm. um, fast forward. I decided to start a business. My first business was copywriting. Um, And I helped people, business owners, get their copyright. And I was really good at it because I had been teaching reading and writing to eighth graders, helping them pass exams, you know, for like 15 years. So I understood how to put an about page together. Like I understand how the written word works. Um, And I got into the wedding industry by accident on Twitter. That's a whole nother story. But anyway, (laughs) I got in there and I started networking and going to local events in New York City and telling people, hey, you know, are you blogging about your events? Are you writing? Like, how's your about page looking? Are option people? And it was kind of like nobody had ever talked to that industry that much because they were all visual people, right? They were Mm -hmm. taking pictures of events. And so I kind of got my foot in there. And 
my business grew so fast. I like tripled my rates, but I realized a year and a half in, I was a slave to my computer and everyone else's deadlines. And I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. If I go on vacation, I want to go on vacation, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to sit here and work on somebody's new website launch. And, and no matter how, I'm a great planner. So no matter how much I tried to plan it out, I was still always working because the work just kept coming. And so I was like, wow, I know a lot about content and I have helped these people build their businesses through copy. Maybe I need to go and like teach people about marketing made a pivot, closed that business down, rebranded the other one. I, I mean, launched the new one, which is my name, M. Shannon Hernandez. Um, and in like two and a half years, I was making like mid six figures as a marketing consultant. And so that, <laughs> okay. So Shannon, it sounds like to me that you started out good and you didn't have a struggle, but you mentioned somewhere that your struggle came at the pivot of your business. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I actually just came out of like a three month horrible ordeal. Um, I couldn't have talked about this a couple months ago. So it's good <laughs> that we're talking about this now. Um, my struggle in my business um, has been, I attract haters. <laughs> I don't know any other way to say that. I mean, and I teach this, right? If your marketing is good, you're going to have haters. Mm. It's fine. Keep mm. moving. Mm. If your marketing is boring, nobody's listening to you anyway. And that's why you don't have haters yet. So yes. my husband helps me celebrate every time I get a hater because that is a mindset I have to work on that. I don't want people to hate me, but there's quite a few people who, um, they don't like that I'm so direct. They don't like that I'm so successful. And every time I go out and I say, my company is building to $3 million in the next three years, I have friends drop off. My mom calls me and says, why are you always talking about money? <laughs> oh man, this is good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and recently I had um, some very dear friends. Uh, they're not friends now, right? Like Friends would have never treated me how I was treated. But at the time, I, I would call them friends. Um, they had been clients, turned into friends. And they saw me take this pivot in my business and, and decide to step in to more of a global kind of CEO leadership. Like, I'm on this joyful marketing movement, and I'm getting people here. And, like, we're going to all do this together. And you know, I have a hashtag together we rise. And I really believe that. And they were very offended by that. Why? I don't know. I'm not going to analyze that. That's not my job to do. But um, they actually like turned on my brand, um, said very, very hurtful, horrible, untrue things on social media, got mm -hmm. other people involved behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And it became such a problem. Um, and I was spending so much time trying to manage my emotions and like the behind the scenes stuff that I couldn't even see. Like I, I knew it was happening, but I couldn't really see it. Like they blocked me on Facebook. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible that I just hired an attorney. She was my recent ad. <laughs> to my oh, team. Wow. wow. <laughs> I hired an attorney and let her deal with the bullshit because I didn't have time. And, you know, during those two to three months, I was so distraught and so hurt that 
my income suffered because I wasn't creating. I wasn't in my happy place. I wasn't, and I got scared. That's the biggest thing is I got scared to use this voice that I've been given and to encourage people like I love doing because they were watching and I shrank and I lost myself in that. Gosh, how did you bounce back? Because I've heard a strong competent woman that is unapologetic and that's what sells that's what attracts the good stuff so how did you bounce back and just say forget it I'm gonna be me well it was hard and I'll probably cry when I say this but every day I had to get up and remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing and my husband thank God was he's like babe it's fine you've got haters you've arrived (laughs) It's like his standard comment at breakfast and turn on you like strangers are one thing, but when they were like friends that, that, that cuts deep. Um, and so every day I got up and back to that mindset piece. What did I say? Um, what is my vision? What is my mission? What is my purpose? Why am I doing what I'm doing in the world of marketing? And why do I want to help women build their businesses to the level that they want to build their businesses? And I had to remind myself of that for months. Mm. <laughs> You know, the truth of the matter is, and you said that they were clients and they have become friends. The truth of the matter is, I think that some of us only believe that we can go so far and so high. And so when we see that person going to levels that we can't see ourselves at, that's when we begin to feel challenged. And I believe that, I I know you didn't want to analyze it, but I'm analyzing it. (laughs) Well, no. And I came to that, you know, I have good mentors and friends and I came to that um, conclusion after many, many talks. And, you know, I even got a spiritual mentor during this time and I'm still working with her because I, it changed me. I was not myself. I was not happy. I was resentful and that's not who I am. And that's not who I ever want to be. And, um, I started working with a spiritual mentor and she said, this really has nothing to do with you. It's all them. They cannot see themselves as who they want to be or your success is challenging them in some way. And we've got to move you past this because this is not where you're supposed to stay stuck. And, whoa, look, I added another investment, a spiritual mentor to like help me through that shit. It was Mm. real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so, so good. So, because I know that a lot of people shrink at the idea of becoming something or claiming that they are the expert or just really letting their light shine. And so it's so important that they hear things like this as well. It's so important that they hear that despite you going through all of that, you're still pushing. I first started, took off traveling. I lost people. They stopped, you know, they stopped following me and it's like, wow. And I think a lot of people call it a humble brag. And it's like, it's not necessarily a humble brag. I'm literally talking about what's going on in my life. And I'm going to attract those that want to hear it. And those that don't, they go away. Yeah. And it's okay. And people can go away without making up lies and being unkind. And that was my line in the sand. Mm -hmm. If you're going to try and ruin what I've built, no matter what it is, a marriage, I don't care what it is. And you're going to do it unkind and with lots of lies and things that aren't true. I'm not standing for that. Yeah. There's no room in my world for unkindness at all. Yeah. Wow. 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 That's, that's interesting. I'm happy that they did not uh, stifle your voice. Clearly you're helping a lot of people out there. (laughs) You've helped me. 
Um, and so I'm just happy that that did not stifle your voice. But it also shows us that sometimes we have our ups and sometimes we have our downs in business. But I'm so happy to hear that you're you're up, you're living the life now. And, um, you know, there's an old saying that they used to say, new levels, new devils. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the start where I am now, where I'm headed is in the next three years. Um, I am hiring team like crazy. I have nine people on my team right now. Um, we're building out company culture with a consultant and we're headed to $3 million in the next three years. And I'm really excited about it. And it's come with a lot of fricking struggles, mm, <laughs> a mm. lot of growing pains and it's not all roses. And I've tried to be very, very honest um, and upfront. And I am with my, with my community because I don't like that there's a lot of people talking about their six figures this and six figures that, but they never reveal the real numbers. They never reveal like the shit shows that are going on behind <laughs> the scenes. And so I've been a voice for that. And it really has attracted a lot of people to my community because they like the realness. Mm -hmm. They like to know what's happening and that it's not all like roses and unicorns. Yeah, there's nothing like starting your business and then looking up saying, oh my gosh, I've been hoodwinked and bamboozled. You mm -hmm. know, like just because you're right. I think that part of the appeal is to show everybody that you're living this dream life. But we are we get so lost in that that we don't take the time to tell people, man, there are so many sacrifices. Um, Gary Vanderchuk was telling somebody the other day, he's like, you may as well plan to spend a year or two making no money, just really, you know, building that brand and getting not that that's everybody's exact time frame. Right. But just be prepared for that to happen. Right. Um, and so I think that that's that's important and that's key. The only reason one thinks they can't do anything is because they've made up their mind that they can't. I picked up a college course. I was a professor at Brooklyn College. I have a master's in biology education. I picked up one college course. I didn't want to do that shit, but I picked up a college course and I taught it. And that course that I taught twice a week in the evening for two and a half years paid for my team as I grew my brand. So there are ways that people can go and do something to create some money to pay for a team. Even if it means like putting your head and creating an amazing course that you can go sell and that money is allotted to your team. Because if you don't have a team and you don't have support, you cannot grow this business the way people want to grow it. And part of that is the internet that's like made everyone think, which we were talking about, that you can just have this six figure business without support and structures and team and tech to like back it up. And it doesn't work that way. I hear you. I say and that I with can't, love. No, you know what? No, I stopped for a minute. No, I paused because there's literally no debate that I can give you on that. Um, and what I, I think that the the biggest lesson, it's just like, wow, you said people are making six figures and you cannot without that. And I think that that's huge because, gosh, that's huge, Shannon, because it's, it's, a, it's a strong reality. Um, you know, one of the analogies I like to make, and, and it's, it's so true if you think about it, your local beautician, a McDonald's, um, a barber shop. Uh, it doesn't matter. Pick any business. Before they have one client, they've had to invest in 
uh, a physical location, mm -hmm. the furniture and all the supplies, the people, like a business takes. So what does it take for a person to run a business? Because one can listen and say, you're saying that it takes money. What does it take? It takes a new mindset, first of all, because we're, we're all trained as employees, the school system. And I worked in it and I trained the people, <laughs> the little people. We are training employees in this country. The United States is what I'm talking about here. Um, so first, you've got to shift your mindset. You've got to go to a mindset of you as an abundant leader, as a business owner. I think it's it's number one. And when you can get over the scarcity mindset, and I can't do this, and I don't have enough to do this, you can conquer anything. But that mindset is crucial. So talk to people about once they get around the mindset, once they learn to hustle and do whatever they have to do to get that investment, and once they build, what can they expect as far as living a dream life? Like, tell me all the good things about the life that you've created for yourself. <laughs> Well, that's fun. Nobody ever asked me that question. <laughs> that's fun. Um, let's see. I'll just give you some good examples, some fun examples from my own life. Um, I'm going to bring my husband home this year. He's a software engineer, so he makes really good money. He works for Etsy um, and he's on their marketing and testing team. So that's really fun. It's exciting to be able to let him come home and we will move to Costa Rica. We close on a house on Monday. We bought a beautiful house that sits on um, several acres of a coffee field with sloths and toucans. It's like a dream come true. Never in a million years did I think I would have a home in Costa Rica. Mm. Um, and we're going to put, put my addition onto the home, which is a hot tub and rancho structure mm. <laughs> with an outdoor barbecue. And I am going to host people in my home for one-on-one -on -one retreats through my business. And I cannot wait to give people that experience. I am really looking forward to that. So that's some fun stuff. Um, we also get to do a lot of travel. In 2020, we're looking at a, a two-month trip through India. Um, we've both been to India separate times. We never went together. My husband is a yoga teacher, as I mentioned. So he has studied, um, his advanced yoga training was in India. And we want to just fall in love with the people all over again and the, the spirit of India and the spirituality of India, but we want to be able to experience that together. So we're going to put that in motion. Um, and then there's boring stuff that like, <laughs> I'm excited about now. Like I have a house in the Poconos and the quote just came in. I need new windows and it's $16,000. And I took a deep breath and I said, I'll write you a check and put it in the mail. And like, I never knew that I would be able to have this kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not like really excited about windows that cost $16,000. Like that doesn't jazz me up like a hot tub, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I know that when we move to Costa Rica, we're going to rent the house in Pennsylvania for high end vacation rental. It's by the ski slopes. And I'm not putting people in there with shitty windows and they're going to be cold. Like yeah. I'm not doing that people. So I'm seeing that this is the mindset. I'm seeing the $16,000 is an investment in the home where my community can rent that house for retreats for, for personal retreats. If they want to bring people there or people can come in and enjoy a beautiful mountain snowy escape with their family and go skiing. And I'm going to get my money back for that 16,000. 
one way or another, it's coming back to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You definitely embody the mindset. You embodied taking the courage. You've embodied getting through the scary parts. Uh, you've embodied starting the wrong brand and having to re you know, pivot and to redo that, which, which is great for you to be able to help other people that need to, to do the same. Um, and you're able to just kind of tell people how to handle things before they mess up, which is always great, which is why they pay you. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is why they pay you for the brain, the strategy brain, right? That's, and you know what? I used to say that. I'm actually going to take that back. So everyone, if you're listening, we're rewinding because that was bad mindset. I'm not <laughs> going to go on record with that. What they pay me for is I believe in them and I believe in their idea and I'm willing to help them build what they want to build. That's what I'm paid for. Got it. Got it. Got it. Love it. So how can the, the listeners get in touch with you? They want to work with you. Well, we've got two really cool places that I hang out. One is you can go to my website. I want everyone to take the quiz, right? It's a free quiz. Uh, my website is M as in Mary, M Shannon Hernandez. The quiz is going to help you understand how you best show up in your marketing so that you can have a lot of joy and fun with it with the marketing. Um, and then I have a really amazing Facebook group called Marketing for Thought Leaders. And we have all kinds of events in there and fun stuff and um, lots of great conversations. And my group's a little different that you have to participate to stay. All right, so count, like thought leaders show up, business owners show up, they're visible. I've created a really safe space where people can come in at any level of business ask questions, get involved in conversations, but you've got to comment to stay. You've got to have those conversations with people. So um, my group's a little different, but it's good. It's a powerful, small, mighty group because we stick to the rules. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Shannon, for sharing with us today. Um, these were a lot of good, good, good nuggets you guys for everybody to hold on to and um this isn't goodbye this is we'll, we'll chat later i've enjoyed chatting with you yeah thank you so much okay bye-bye you have been listening to the dream job dream life podcast with me tally love creator of pretty brown nomad a travel and lifestyle blog if you would like to share a story about your own personal journey towards living the life of your dreams be sure to head over to prettybrownnomad.com and reach out to me there. Thank you for listening. And remember, there's very little time for sleep when you are truly in pursuit of a dream.